Good evening to another episode. I'm your host, John Rosenberg, the messenger live from Jacksonville. Bienvenidos, señores, señores, to John Rosenberg Podcast. Bienvenue a John Rosenberg Podcast. So, here's the, uh, we need to talk about what's going on over there with the um, Santo Domingo, uh, Dominican Republic, uh, Luis Aminader how he have implemented those um, unlawful immigration laws over there. Where did it come from? What's the solution? Um, he's, he himself, from what I understand, he's, he's in a lot of trouble right now. He's putting Dominican Republic uh, in a lot of trouble. Moving forward, because the year's almost over. Um, this is We have one more month left before the year's out of here. So come to 2022... There's going to be a lot of uh, events taking place in DR and Haiti, but it's going to affect DR. Now, let me address the Haitian people there. We have to make some sacrifice. You know, we have to stop buying from the Dominican Republic. We have to leave the island. I understand the Maozo, they got the country on lockdown. The Maozo, if um, we know so a lot of you guys, they are financed by America and Dominican Republic. Yes, I said it. They are financed by America and Dominican Republic. And it's not only me that's saying it. Many pundits have said that. I'm not the only one that said that about the Maoism. They are financed. They are, where do you get those weapons from? Those guys, they're from the ghetto. Where is it something in Africa? Where do you think they get those weapons from? From the air? No. Somebody must give it to them. So that being said, this immigration stuff is unlawful. It's shameful the way they mistreat the Haitian over there. Um, like I said, this division with the mulattoes, you have Lebanese. I heard um, uh, Luis Amina is Lebanese. Uh, that's what I'm hearing from DR, from Haitian who live there. They say, yes, he's brown. Yes, there's a, there's, those Lebanese, they came in Haiti in the 1940s and 1930s. Um, some, of them, some of them had came to Haiti in the 1950s when they had an economic problem in, the, in Lebanon. So a lot of them flee Lebanon they came and we, with the incentive and all that to the government, they were able to go into business. Like the family of Accra, those of us who live in Haiti know what I'm talking about. Accra is another Lebanese um, family that's live, um, um, that live in Haiti. And they're also in DR too. Now, this division has been going on with the mulattoes. You know, you see the Haitian going in, in Haiti, going with the mulattoes. You see them in DR. Like I told you, DR, the base economy, the base, the bottom is of, the, of the economy is run by Haitian, primarily agriculture and construction. Those of you who live abroad who never been to, I've never been to DR. I'm not planning to go there once. Only when I'm going there once the countries unite under one jurisdiction, one leadership, the whole island. I'm not talking about, I see, this is why I, have, I need to know, uh, let my audience know, the island was called, when the Spaniards got there, they called it Española, right? 1492 until the 1600s, 1700. Uh, by the 1700s, it was renamed Saint-Domingue by the French. So by the 1700s, uh, you can say the 1600s, uh, by the late 1600s, early 1700s, it was named Saint-Domingue by the French. The French and it fought the Spaniards off the land, so, so they had the whole control of the land. And we, as Haitians, fought the French off the island. So we call them the country Haiti, which is the original name, Haiti. 
So that's what the the Tainos, all of those Indian who happened to be black, they're not African, by the way. There was we was already we were already here for thousands of years. So the so-called the Taino Indian, Iroquois Indian, they were people of color. They were not what we have been told. So that being said, you have a lot of mulattoes, some French mulattoes, you have um Lebanese, but the French mulattoes, they've been there for, for, for two, three hundred years. You have the Hispanic mulattoes, which is most of them live, reside in DR, and they have businesses, they run the country. And you have foreign investors that also run the country also. Like I said, the tourism sector in, in, in DR is primarily run by um, foreign investors, not Dominicans. Uh, some of the Dominicans are aware of that. Some, a lot of them are not aware of that. They think all those beautiful buildings are built, built by Dominicans. No, they're not being built by Dominicans. They, they are being built by foreign investors. You must understand that. You must comprehend what I'm saying. That being said, let's transition to the immigration issue. Now, there's a lot of laws that are broken. This man here, he might go to prison. He might even get killed. Mark my word. If he continue like that, harassing those Haitian don't be shocked if you see news break, CNN, he had been killed. So I don't wish death for nobody. That's not what I'm here for. But you, you have to understand what he's doing. The mistreatment is not called for. You go into a hospital, you know, pulling, you know, women with kids out and transferring them to, to immigration. You don't do that. There's a way of doing it. Granted, some of the Haitians are illegal there. We know that. We got the memo. We got the receipts. We know there's... A good amount of Haitian that goes. Not most Haitian, they work, and they are. Not, you're not doing any favor for a Haitian. Most Haitian that goes there, they work hard for their housing, they work hard for their schooling, they work hard for their visa citizenship. Everything they they have in DR, they work for. If it, okay, there's nothing. You're not giving any Haitian anything for free. Everything Haitian have over there, they have worked hard for it. They earn it. Now, granted, some of them are there illegally. I get that. I understand that. But there's a way of doing things. Now, let's look at the future of Dominican Republic. There's going to be a two-group. I was talking to my friend about it earlier today. There's going to be two groups of Dominicans. Most of them, the, the, the group, let's address the, the middle class, upper middle class group. Those group, they think they're Spanish. They think they don't think they're Haitian. So those groups, they're going to have a hard time living in the island once the island reestablished under one leadership. So they're going to have to exile the, the island or they're going to go ki be killed. They're going to get killed. Watch and see. A lot of them are going to get killed. So they're going to have to leave the island completely. Go to Venezuela, go to Colombia, go to Cuba if you want to. But you're going to have to leave the island. Then you have another group of Dominicans that they're looking forward to the island being united under one government, which is the Haitian government. A lot of Dominicans, especially the upper class and middle class families, they, they don't like that idea. They, because the, the land doesn't belong to you, Santo Domingo. It doesn't belong to DR. The land belongs to Haiti. We didn't fight the French and the Spaniards for half an island. We fought for the whole island. And we have the, we have the documents to prove that. Even me, for many years, I, I, was not, I was oblivious of that. I was not aware of that. I'm like, wait a minute, something, how did they get the land? Because America was involved and Spain was involved and 
And our government, too, the Haitian government was involved. That's why they ended up controlling the other half of Ireland. It was our government, excuse me. It was our Haitian government that gave them those incentives. So that's why they control half of the island. But the, the island should be under one law, one code of law, and one leadership. Now, granted, right now, the Haitian leadership suck ass. It suck really bad. It stinks right now. Now, you have a few people that want to do well, but they can't because there's a lot of mis, mismanagement in the Haitian um, government. They're, still, they're stealing money, buying houses, buying cars, buying this, buying jewelry. And, and a lot of them, they're going to die. They're going to die. They're going to go to, some of them are going to get poisoned. Some of them are going to die through kidnapping. There's going to be a lot of calamities coming towards, hey, uh, towards those guys who mistreat the country. Now, back to DR. DR, like I said, Dominicans and Haitians all the, share the same island. Uh, some of you guys are not, not aware of that because a lot of Dominicans think, make you think that we live in two different islands. No, we don't. We live in same, one island. We share one island with two different cultures because, partly so because the Spanish was there first, um, as far as like colonizers. Then the French came, then the English was there, the America was there in 1915. So America spent about 30, 30 years there occupying the island. So give or take, give or take. Some people said 20, some people said 30 years they were there. So you have to factor all those things. Then you have the class division, which is the bourgeoisie class with the common men. Then you have the government, the, 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 the corruption in the government. That goes for both sides. Because like I said, a week ago, they killed a general in DR. Those, that general was not killed by, um, by a Haitian citizen. He was killed by a, a Dominican citizen. So there's a lot. When you come to kidnapping, like I told you guys before, kidnapping happened all over the island, mainly in Santo Domingo. They, they like to blame Haiti. No, there's a lot of kidnapping that the, the Dominican Republic have kept under wraps. Some of them have to make the news. You have heard that some of them in CNN and Fox News, they have made the news here in the, in the States. So there's a lot of stuff they, they, they keep suppressing. But, you know, thank God for social media, people are exposing them right now. They've been exposed. Now, where are they, uh, the Hispanic human activists when you need them? Where are they? I don't see them. I, there's nowhere, they're nowhere to be found. I don't see them on social media. I don't see them anywhere. Maybe you have. I haven't seen them myself. To speak against this thing, this uh, mistreatment of Haitian in DR. Can you imagine they were doing that to, to a Puerto Rican here? Can you imagine they, they, they were doing that to Cuban citizen? Can you imagine they were doing that to Mexican citizen? There will be an outrage, okay? There will be outrage on social media all over the country. So that being said, we have to treat, other, uh, treat each other as human beings. We have to treat each other with respect and dignity. So when it comes to DR... You see what happened with Trujillo. Trujillo, back in the 30s, he killed over, now they said 17. I know, I read the memo. It's not 17. It's, it's 30,000 Haitian. And he himself, his mother, Trujillo, Trujillo, his mother is, is a Haitian. His grandmother is Haitian. So those are the things that, that need to be addressed in the island. I know... I know the future of Haiti looks bright, but Santo Domingo, they are in for some uh, wooden awakening. Because what, what's going to happen now? The Haitians, they're getting tired, right? They're getting tired. 
You're going to have some Haitian who's going to leave the country. Like I said, they should um, boycott. Boycott means you don't work at all. You take a whole week off. Don't go to work. Don't go to work. Just take a whole week off. Stay home. Don't go to work. So if you do that, to, they, they, that will cripple the economy. Because like, like I said before, the base of the economy is based on Haitian. Haitian are the ones that buy the most stuff from DR. Not foreigners. Yeah, they, they, of course they ship stuff to, to other countries. I'm not that naive. Of course they do, but I'm just saying the lion's share is mostly Haitian that's buying them. Okay? Haitian by the lion's share, those are exp- uh, those stuff in DR. So, consequently, if Haitian don't buy anything, I think we spend about $2 billion a year on the stuff that we buy from them. So, let's say Haitian say, fuck it, we're not buying nothing from DR anymore. We're not going to DR. We're going to stay here and make shit happen in Haiti. The, their economy is going to collapse. Like I said, the tourism sector... It's mostly run by foreign investors. Okay? Now, with all the stuff that's taking place now, that tourism is going to take a dip. Moving forward, not this year, but next year, watch and see, it's going to take a dip. It's going to take a dive in. A lot of tourists are going to say, you know what? <laughs> I'm not going to DR anymore. And that's going to also cripple the economy because they already see what's going on with the Haitian over there. A lot of foreigners like, nope, I don't want to be part of this mess. I'm going to stay away. I might go somewhere else because of that. So they're going to lose a lot of money. We're talking about billions of dollars they're going to use in tourism. So watch and see. This this um, just, this um, this decision he had made, Louis, the, the president, Louis Aminader, the decision he had made, he's going to backfire. He's already backfiring on him right now. He's going to continuing to backfire on him moving forward. Come next year, you're going to see what's going on. He will not be reelected. He think he's going to be reelected? I beg to differ. He will not be reelected come next year. Because I think they have, uh, not next year, I think next two years, I think that's when the election started, next two years. He was, he's not going to be reelected. So that being said, there's a lot of problem. There's a lot of problem that's taking place over there. And we not, we need to address those things. Those things we must address them because it affects our brothers over there in Haiti. And let me address the Haitian people. We must be accountable for ourselves as individual. We must be accountable for our nation because the, yes, we understand the government has failed us miserably. I understand that. I, I understand how you feel. I understand the frustration. A lot of you guys want to come to America. But America, too, she's going to take a dive in. She's going down. So either way, you're going to return back to Haiti. Me, myself, I'm planning to go back soon. So either way, you guys are going to return back to Haiti. Some of you guys may not be able to return, especially those of you who are under government. Most of you guys won't be able to return back to Haiti. So that being said, the way they mistreat the Haitian over there is not called for. Uh, it's inhumane, it's unjust, the way they treat the, the Haitian immigrants over there. Granted, we know some of them don't have the proper documents. We, we know that. But there's a way to do things. There's a way to do stuff the right way. There's a right way of doing things. And just going to a hospital, going to people's house, knocking people's door down. And let me tell you, they have stole a lot of people, Haitian properties. Now, if you go and shoot somebody, you don't, you don't stole their stuff. You can still say the, the family... Uh, to come get their stuff. Give them some leisure to get their stuff. They stole their stuff. All those things. 
They're going to pay for that a hundred, a thousandfold. They're going to pay for it. The American, the government, number one, going to pay for it. And some of the American elites, they're going to pay for it. I'm not talking about the average Jamaican. I can care about the, the average Jamaican. I'm talking about the middle class and the upper middle class. Those are the Dominican I'm addressing on this podcast. Those of you who are El Mwenla Sista, you're going to feel the pain come next year. Moving forward, you will feel the pain. Because like I said, Haiti's not going to stay like this. No, no, no way, no how. Haiti will not stay like this. Haiti's going to gradually evolve and become a world power once again. That was Haiti destiny. Because the Vatican saw what, uh, the Vatican saw what Haiti was about in America, France, all those, Spain, they all saw what, in England, they all saw what Haiti was about. That's why they crippled, they, they target and, and, and submerged the, 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 the country underground. Submerged it underground for, for centuries. Okay? So this is why, this is why I told you that Haiti's not going to stay down. She's going to evolve and take, you know, she's going to evolve eventually. And take our waifu place as a leader nation in the world. Like I say, our country have a lot of spiritual. We are highly spiritual people. We are Israelites. We're not Africans. I I have to emphasize that we are not Africans. Contrary to popular belief, we are not Africans. I don't care what your teachers tell you. I don't care what your pastor have told you. He lied to you. Your teachers have lied to you. Your pastors have lied. Those politicians too, they also lied to us. On a daily basis, they all have lied to us, except a few, except a few of them. So, like I said, the Dominican future don't look bright because the country is going to be divided. It's already divided right now. You have some Dominicans say, you know what? It's only why we come together as one nation. And you have the other side say, no, we have to be apart from Haiti. So those of you who don't be, who who don't want to be part of Haiti, I have news for you. You have two options: either you leave the island or you be killed. Either you leave the island or you join that, or you join the new government. The third option is they're going to kill you. There's three options. Number one, leave the island. Okay, you don't want to be part of the new um, new government that's coming. Leave the island. Secondly, you the second option is to join us as one nation. That's your second option. The third option is. If you don't, if you don't do the third option, the, the third option is going to be you, you're going to be dead. They're going to cut your head off. And we have a saying in Haiti: "Say, Kupetet bulekai." It's a saying: "Cut your head, burn your house." Kupetet bulekai. So Haitian people have had enough of this nonsense. They had enough. They mis- mistreated everywhere we go. We've been mistreated. It is our time. This is our destiny. We must be next. We can no longer be mistreated, be treated like animals. Like, no, we can no longer be treated like animals. We are high esteemed people. We are princes and princes, kings and princes, man. We can no longer go like this anymore. It is our time. We got next. Thank you for tuning into the podcast. You can follow me on Facebook at John Rosenberg. You can also follow me on, on Twitter at John Rosenberg. You can also follow me at... um. Instagram at Lukendi. Lukendi is L-O-U-K-E-N-D-Y underscore lifestyle. So you can follow me on Instagram. So thank you. The objective for this podcast is to reach 1 billion listeners. That's the objective for the podcast. I am looking for some sponsors around the world to sponsor this podcast. 
So if you need to, you can hit me in my email, um, and then you can talk about business. Let's promote this podcast. One love, one nation under God. Take care.